0: While sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head.
1: Cheers! Hey there. I'm guessing you're probably already aware of this, but you are listening to a podcast. And this podcast has musicians on it, and sometimes musicians say things on podcasts that they wouldn't get to say on the radio. And ladies and germs, this is one of those times, so, you know, if you have delicate sensibilities or are a child, maybe this isn't the episode for you. Then again, maybe it is. It's awesome, so really it should be for everyone. Enjoy. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the ToneMob.com podcast. As per usual, I'm your host, Blake Weiland, and today we are talking to Ryan Ratyski of Fuzz Rocious Pedals. Oh, you got it right. Awesome. I'm not gonna lie. I had to do a little homework on that, but <laughs> I was I I didn't want to say it wrong because you know, well let's let's be honest. I'm I'm such a professional.
0: I couldn't bear to say the name wrong. Please, as long as it starts with a r and ends with a ski, then we're fine. All right. Maybe there's a t in there. Maybe there's not. Maybe the j gets pronounced and maybe it turns into a y. Who knows? <laughs> Whatever works, though, right? Yes.
1: So what's been going on? How's the day going? What's uh
0: what's kicking? Uh I am counting down the minutes until the kids go back to school. Um I I left my job uh from my teaching job in in March of this year. Uh this is what is this 2015, I think. And uh something like that. <laughs> yeah, it it might be. It might be 2015. If you're listening to this in 2016, then then it's 2016. Um or if you're listening to this in 2014, I haven't quit my job yet. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, qu- I quit my job. Then, um, it was pretty rad and pretty crazy to uh to be like on a grind, like you know, like the rest of the pedal dudes are doing. Um, then the kids came home at the end of June, and uh, we knew things were going to be a little slow. Um, and they definitely have slowed down. But the crazy thing is, like, it's still faster than like when I was working the full time job and being like dad, dude. So uh yeah, my, my my day today was like take the kids to the zoo, come back, and then grind all afternoon and and that. So you're just gonna get it in, we can get it in when we're done this tonight. We're gonna wife and I are gonna sit down and veg out and watch like Top Chef and Walking Dead and whatever else we can find and uh put parts in hardware and all that stuff. So yeah, the grind the grind continues and yeah man. So uh you've been you've been at work today, huh? Yes, uh as per usual. So
1: uh yeah. I'm just I'm I'm hoping to maybe one day and get to that, that spot where start to doing something like this full time, but we'll see what happens.
0: So so hey, man, so, just keep keep your keep your, your sights positive and I'm a negative Nelly, so like yeah, it's it's easy for me to tell their people, oh just stay positive. Nah man, if as if you want it hard enough, you know. You'll find your way. Yeah, that's the uh, that's
1: definitely the ultimate goal. I can't complain too much. This is a uh, I'm still the uh, new guy in town as far as uh, all this is concerned. So I'm just glad for everybody tuning in right now, and uh, yeah, and in the future, Well, in the past, like we discussed. So that will be very interesting to be talking to people from the past.
0: Yeah, yeah. If we can, if we can do that, actually, uh, we have to get like. I don't know, like an even tide, even time pedal to like give us like a time factor to like, go oh, no. back in time and and do that. I I think they're working on something for currently. So
1: oh well, I'm gonna have to talk, get those dudes on the show, and try to explain to me how that how that works. There you go. There we go. Nice. So, um, what I normally like to do is I like to get into everybody's uh musical backstory, and that's been uh very entertaining so far so like kind of where did it all start for you i mean like guitars in general you know besides Ah. the, the company Um just like
0: um well i i started in in high school like i always wanted to to you know be in a band and whatever and um never played an instrument like my brother played piano and i didn't give a shit at all about uh about piano stuff um and looking back i i should have there's the train it is rides here um (laughs) uh so yeah yeah i i just i I ended up singing in like a or screaming or whatever i did in a ska punk band for a couple years and then grew up you know like everyone else who plays in a ska band they grow up and they're like oh i want to play punk rock and hardcore so then i did a band called two days dot 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 for a couple years and we toured midwest and lots of canada and did all that stuff in east coast and Uh, then that came time to, and again, just, just singing and screaming and whining. Um, but not, uh, not playing an instrument. I bought a bass in two, I want to 2000, 2001. And I was just like, you know, just jamming on stuff in my room. Um, and yeah, so I just, just never, never really did anything. Just playing like punk rock stuff, whatever. Uh, fast forward to 2004 um i hadn't been in a band in a couple of years and one of my wife's friends came over with her husband and he was like literally he goes uh we vibe pretty well you look pretty cool um you want to like and you got your bass like you want to come play bass in my band i'm like i've like never played played bass before <laughs> nah it's cool man it's really easy like i'll teach you how to play like just practice the songs it's cool so started to learn how to play shoegaze something i'd never heard of by that point i didn't know what it was and then you know i think shoegaze is is really bad for dudes who are getting into it because all of a sudden you start looking down at your feet and now you have no pedals but you look down at your friend's feet and they'll have all these pedals (laughs) and you're like oh what's what's that thing okay so all right well i'll get a uh i'll get a delay i had a delay for my vocals i'll do that that's cool Oh, I need a tuner. Well, let me get the tuner pedal so I don't have, like, a little plug-in tuner. Oh, well, let me get a Sans Amp, you know, like, three-channel thing because, you know, one of my buddies plays one of those. So that's where pedals started for me and bass started for me. Um, And then I started, like, I was super-duper into Minus the Bear, and I'm like, well, no one's really, like, in punk rock or anything like no one's really tapping on bass. Let me start tapping a little bit more and doing that. So that was kind of like cool and like the shoegaze thing. Uh quit that thing, started joined a a, a band with, with some of my friends and then longs long, long sorcerer That that evolves into Caval. when I was doing that for a couple years. And that's actually started back up again. And I had, you know, bought like a, a real bass amp. I started getting into more pedals and then I looked down at my friends' boards and they've got all these like Debbie pedals and they've got, you know, uh line six pedals. And then my buddy Lucas has all these pedals that are like unlabeled, unmarked. And what's that? Oh, these are clones. Like build your own clone and general guitar gadgets. Like I built these with my dad. He's like, yeah, you should build yourself like a muff. Uh, sure. My dad knows how to solder done. Um, so my dad, my dad sat down with you know, I got a, a kit from GGG, um, started soldering and that's kind of where it's been. So like playing in bands and making pedals have been a hand in hand thing for me. And, you know, it's a little cliche with like what dudes talk about, but like I make pedals that like I would be interested in using for my music or like for whatever I'm playing or whatever. So yeah, that's how it all kind of came together. The fast, dirty version. I can't say it sounds too
1: cliche. It kind of makes sense to, make things that you would like to use. I mean, I, I don't really know of anybody making things that they don't want <laughs> to use themselves. Yeah. But, uh, that would be an probably make it for a pretty poor design, but I mean, what do I know? I, I, I've soldered a couple <laughs> cables. Um, that's about the extent of my, my experience with that on oh, some pickups and things like that but were
0: they uh the 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 cables did you do solderless or did you solder your cables no no soldered actually
1: soldered them that's that's the
0: route i thought
1: seemed more stable from my uh um mechaniking days uh that's cool um i figured that the the solderless are cool in 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 some regards but um for durability, I just don't have a lot of confidence in that system myself, but that's just me. But but you but you've got confidence in, confidence in your soldering, so that's good. That's is that the first step? Because I have been kicking th- yeah, around could, getting cause... me a, a BYOC kit and just uh, starting to to give it a go, but I haven't actually done it yet. Do it, <laughs> do
0: it, do it. Yes, <laughs> or or the old old nineteen ninety eight is do it you won't yeah. <laughs> yeah there you go nice
1: yeah very cool so fuzz rushes has been around in kind of its well I mean I want I wouldn't say current form because you quit your job in March but in a form of selling pedals um for how long now when did it, when did it actually kind of become a business and did it was it one of those classic things where you made a couple for your buddies and and uh it just
0: rolled from there is that how that went down that's 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 the that's the easy version to explain it yeah that's um like I said I, I made that first pedal with my dad and and then you know immediately I was like oh like this is really cool and like oh you know I built a muff and I'm like oh there's these different versions and okay that's cool let me just really try to wrap my head around that oh they have an envelope filter out there so then I hit up like All of my buddies I used to tour with, or like anybody I knew, like that was in a band that was kind of doing something. like, "Hey, like I'm making pedals. Like, you know, what can I make for you? Like, I'll just do it at cost." And and that's how it started. Yeah, we just did that. So for a couple years, that was my son was born in 2008, and he was literally like in in like a rocker next to me while while we were soldering, um, not breathing in the fumes, but he was there. So that's how we kind of mark everything. Is like when I really started making pedals. And that but I wouldn't say it was like straight up a business, maybe until about two thousand ten, two thousand late two thousand nine, two thousand ten, somewhere around there, when like we started making the the gray stash, and that was more like on vero board. It wasn't, it wasn't from a kit. You know, it was really the kits really helped us get our feet wet with like just learning how to solder and trying to figure out like where things should generally go. But when you my what I tell everybody who's interested in getting into like making pedals and stuff. I always talk about Vero board and I think that's, that's what really helps somebody who, who hasn't been versed in, in EE and all that stuff to understand w- like where things are and where they're going. Cause if for people who aren't familiar with Vero board, it's it's or strip board, it's called a strip board generally. Um, They're just, you know, like strips or whatever. And that connects your whole circuit across however long that strip board is. And then when you want things to not connect, you you make a hole. It breaks the circuit. So you don't ground things out or short things out. And um it starts to you start to figure out like, oh, this diode goes to ground here. Oh, well, you know, off of the op amp here, oh, oh, ground goes to to this bottom left one. Oh, and then you find out, oh, that's pin four. It it helps you it, it it helps you take those baby steps to to learning how to do something in a more non-traditional way. You know, some of us didn't, didn't choose to start out in engineering at some point and, but you really love what you do. So I have 100% respect for those guys who like had the foresight to be like, nah, like engineering is really cool. This is what I really love. And like, they find guitar pedals. Like that's, that's something that I really respect. And in, in another life, that would be like where I would tell myself like, uh ah, marine biology wasn't wasn't the best thing like go go into uh go go into electrical engineering like this is this is where your 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 sights should be set um but yeah yeah Veraboard. and then uh so, so that was like 2009 2010 and then um we hooked up with Brian Hamilton from Small Sound Big Sound and he um he hooked us up with um making our own um printed circuit boards PCBs and I think that's really where things kind of took off, where things started to really feel like things that we're making. You know, we take a building block from, you know, X circuit and you turn it into Y circuit. You know, it's, it's been, been baby steps. Have, you know, yeah, that's, that, that's the story. That's, <laughs> and you're sticking to it, I take it. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll see what the next podcast is or something like that and I'll change the story. No, <laughs> no, no, I'm sticking <laughs> to that. That's it. Oh, man. That would be interesting.
1: Well, I heard he you know. I heard he went to college for electrical engineering and on this other show, I don't know what you guys are talking about.
0: That'd be
1: that'd be a trip. Anyway
0: <laughs> it was kinda interesting. Yeah, until until someone asked me like that question of like, Well, you know, how how do you create a sine wave and whatever? I'm just like I I nah, 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 you caught me. On a you know? on an oscilloscope? <laughs> that, that's what I would say. Yeah. But on, on your on your on your old Texas instruments, um um uh calculator yeah yeah I, I i still couldn't figure out how to make that my graph and calculator yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm learning though i am I'm, st- I'm still learning i think that's that's i think the the uplifting thing with this too is like i'm interested to learn the why and the how that things that this stuff's getting done like i'm not just like haphazardly just throwing this shit together it's like as i go along you know like i had a conversation with um with uh christian from um adventure audio the other day who is up at um I think RPI, I want to say, doing uh he's like doing electrical engineering and stuff. So like I can go and bounce an idea off of him, and be like, oh, you know, hey, you 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 messed with the tube screamer for your Siamese growler. Uh, I've got a project coming up that a, a band wants me to help them make. It's based around the tube screamer, have to messed with this thing. You know, tell me about what you, you know, what do you know about the, the, the buffer here? What do you know about this transistor? What have you swapped here? Like, you know, to trade to trade those ideas to start to learn a little bit more about shit I don't know about you know and, and that's <laughs> right. that's cool and like the community t- is pretty accepting for for like being helpful you know there's definite shitheads out there but um yeah it's it's nice to have a good support structure too yeah for sure so do you have any like um
1: since we're talking about you I, my mind wanders sometimes the questions get a little off tangent uh, so the, oh this will go good then <laughs> so I was just thinking like so, oh, he oh, he's keeps talking about circuits. Circuits. I wonder, oh, what do you have like a kind of a, we were talking about, you know, earlier kind of getting started with kits and whatever. Do you have a particular circuit or pedal you'd recommend for somebody just kind of starting out um like to get their feet wet for their first little build? Like, you know, kind of maybe a, a step above a like ABY pedal or something
0: like. Yeah, yeah. um <laughs> If you're going to start on a kit, um, don't don't be adventurous like i was and start on on a big muff like thank goodness like we we were able to figure out our little problems like the first time we made it it's that that's a pretty g- generally big circuit for i would say like like a medium level dude to, to work on so like if you've got soldering skill and maybe a little bit of, of idea where you're going yeah maybe start with that but if you're just kind of starting fresh um the nice thing about build your own clone is that if, if you, if it's your first order and you mention that your first order with them, they'll send you out a little, a very simple signal booster that to practice on. So like, basically if you can make this thing and you can make it work now, step up to like the next step. If you go to mad bean pedals, um, they actually have, have like breakdowns of like, this is something for a novice. This is something for a cowboy. Like it, it lets you know, like if, if you're not really comfortable with your skills, maybe you should start, at, you know at their novice level, and I think that that's a really good delineation, but basically the more the more parts you've got in a pedal, the more chances that something is going to go wrong and you're not going to know how to debug it as a noob when you when you're doing it like we all were when we got started so I would say like something like um the l p b one which is like the mm-hmm. linear linear polar booster from from e h x and you can get a clone of that from from general guitars you know you can get a clone of that from from BYOC, but you know, I uh, go with BYOC. Cause then that, like I said, they're going to give you, they're going to give you that tester. So you can be like, don't go all the way in, just dip my toe into this and then, then practice from there. But be prepared to be super upset and super frustrated. And all I can say is that put it down. Like when you get so frustrated <laughs> that like you want to rip your hair out and it's like time for bed, just breathe. Put it down. Walk away, and put it away for like two days, and then come back to it. Because then all of a sudden, like you're like, oh, I put this on the wrong row, or I put this wrong part in. Yeah, it's it's so rewarding, but so frustrating, right. When you're learning. Yeah, I guess well, it still is now. So
1: <laughs> yeah, it's got one of my buddies. He he recently, well, not recently, probably a year ago, put together a BYOC a, a trim, and that was the first thing he'd ever done and i was like hmm well, i should be able to pull that off he made it sound pretty easy but then i started looking at it and going oh, oh boy here we go i don't know if i'm ready for this <laughs> <laughs> he has substantially more electronics knowledge than me but uh, that's his first that is his first pedal so it made me get cocky for a half a second and then i decided that i i shouldn't do that this guy actually does repair electrical equipment other than things you know for a living so
0: but you know what? You've, you have you have you have a tremolo on your bass or guitar. It's called the volume. You can just sit there and just just put the volume up and down. Oh, I'm not. I'm, I'm just not that fast. Oh, oh it's. Oh, wait, look at that. I can do it really fast.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh man, it's got that nice choppy sound too. That we all. <laughs> hey, you know what? You you just you just did something.
0: You just did something interesting. You know what it was? Uh. Put made made a guitar sound that people might not be able to hear on the podcast. Uh, no, they'll
1: be able to hear that. Um, you you were the first person to play guitar on the guitar related podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, I don't play guitar. I I just chop at this thing and and play it like a bass. It's awful, but yeah, that's cool. <laughs> well, it's, it's the, the winner. It's the first guitar. Well, okay, it's the first uh, um,
1: interviewee guitar sound on this podcast. <laughs> I was going to say first guitar, but then there's the intro music, so that's not quite accurate. But <laughs> <laughs> So, I should
0: send you like a gold star or something. I don't know. I'm not sure. Hey, you you already you already sent me a couple beers. So, uh I think that's the the gold the goldest star that I can get. Oh, that's
1: that's true. I'm crossing my fingers they arrive safe and sound. I've I've never shipped beer before, so we'll uh keep our keep our uh fingers crossed on that one.
0: That's fine. It's it's safer than shipping weed through the mail. So. Well, that's true. I, yeah. wait, 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 wait! You're in Portland. Did you ship me wheat? Um, <laughs> um. Well,
1: it's a surprise. I figured, you know, you own your own business now. You're probably and you're you're working for yourself. You're probably not drug testing yourself. I mean, you know, you don't. Ah, eat- <laughs> oh, this is a. I feel like I've had this conversation with other builders before, or something along those lines.
0: I think weed, weed is weed is kind of synonymous with like dudes and doing this not you know and, and I would say going from dudes who were doing like you know big doomy stonery shit but also just dudes who were doing whatever and we're, we're not going to get political but you know I think the shift in the nations just kind of changing right now with with what weed is and all that stuff and um I sure you know, hope so, but, but, but then, but then you can see, you know, there's dudes like Doug from, from dark glass and I believe he is not, he's not a weed smoker and stuff and everybody's got their vice, whether it's, you know, like lifting or, or weed or, or alcohol. I think we all kind of use something to, um, I'm not going to say the word enhance. Cause I don't, I don't think smoking weed or drinking like enhances like what I do. Cause I don't, I typically don't try to do either of those things while I'm, while I'm working or anything. But, um, those things I think do, they help distract a little bit from the stress of, of doing this as a job because it's when you're your own boss, it's a, it's a little hairy from month to month sometimes to make sure that ever, you know, we're all, but we're getting paid and we're not running the business into a deficit. And yeah. So, you know, if, if you're, if you're going to lift and and that, then that can help you drive something in your personal life. That's rad. If, you smoke a little weed here and there to, you know, just kind of break the day apart and chill out. Cool. You know, it's to each his own.
1: That's right. We're all about it. To each his own. Excuse me. Uh, My my brain goes in so many directions and I realize that, yes, we are a Guitar Gear podcast and that's what we're going to talk about, even though I was going to ask you some more stuff about Weed and alcohol in relation to, <laughs> to the, that's fine. See, uh, the, this isn't the
0: going off track podcast, but I'm going to make it going off track. No, no. Uh,
1: if you listen to episode one, this is the going off track podcast. That is, uh, that is basically what what happens. So it's all fine and dandy. <clears throat> so let's see. I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna try to kick this thing back on the rails, though. Let's say, let's do classic question. Let's do. A, Anything coming down the uh, pipeline that uh, people should be getting excited about, or you want to talk about?
0: Well, um, I'm getting a vasectomy in November. Um, <laughs> no, no, so this this isn't this isn't that off track. Are you ready? Well, hey, um, wait! We,
1: how are you getting, we, your kids are gonna grow up and the kid painting stuff's gonna drastically change. You're gonna need somebody else. Don't do that. You're gonna need another kid painter oh no
0: no (laughs) um people are gonna catch on that 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 they're just they're just doing crazy shit on these pedals but uh, no no no, so, so here's the deal so i'm getting a vasecti in it's supposed to be right before black friday cyber monday which is like from black black friday cyber monday through like the new year that is the busiest time of year for for us pedal dudes um, well, I mean, it's, I guess the guitar industry period, um, right. everybody's buying. So I'm freaking out a little bit about that. Cause I'm just like, well, I'm not, maybe I'm not going to feel great for like a week or two, like whatever, I'll, I'll figure this out. So one of my buddies, James was, who I'm in, I'm in Kaval with, he was like, Hey, what if you, uh, what if you bring back like all of the, all the pedals that like you've discontinued or whatever, or whatever. And along with like the, you know, the normal sale you're going to do have like a, you know, like this week, like if you order during this week, like you can get a Tremors low. You order during this week, like you can order the Pterodactyl, or whatever. So we're gonna we're gonna bring back a couple of our old designs um, during the sale period, a different one each week. This is the plan right now. This is not set in stone. Um, so it'll give an opportunity for for people who are like, oh, I wish you still made the BDPG. Oh, I wish you still made this, whatever. So those opportunities are gonna be there. Um, so it's a little thank you to the, the fans and everything. And uh we just released a cicada fuzz. Um super um into cicadas in general and the sound they make. They're like really big here in Jersey. Um and uh we made this this fuzzy, fuzzy tremolo thing that emulates the the cicada sound. So we we made 17 of those. Um in to honor the 17 year periodical cicada um so may, maybe we're going to do something a little different with that um because i know there was still some interest in it um i don't know that if that's going to come through during the sale or not um and then we will be at nam in uh jan i'm like when is it it's in january, yeah, january. Um, we're going to be doing uh we'll be part of this like super booth with uh, Dwarfcraft and small sound. Um, oh, nice. Um, the dudes at, uh, acid splash etching. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we're just, you know, like a bunch, there's gonna be a bunch of us there. Um, my, my brain is just, you know, floating right now. So I can't remember everyone who's gonna be in this booth, but we're getting a big old booth. We're all gonna be working together there, which is pretty nice. And it's nice to have like a big support structure there. And of course that's kind of like the industry time to like drop the new pedal. Um, and we've got this pedal that's off to PCB right now. Um, it's We're really into, again, I mentioned Minus the Bear earlier. There's a thing that that Dave Knudsen does a lot on, on especially like if you listen to like Manus L.O. So there's a lot of, you know, play a riff, he's got it looped, and all of a sudden it's in halftime. Or he plays plays a riff and all of a sudden it's in double time. Or it starts off in double time and then goes back down to normal time. So I really like the way that that kind of thing does. And this pedal is not a looper. Let me see if I can coax a sound out of this. So this will be the, the second time I guess you'll have guitar on here. Oh, so, nice. Uh, nice. Let's see. That's what we're planning on uh, and showing at Nam. So maybe there'll be some teasers between now and then. Not sure. Everything's kind of up in the air. There's like a thousand things to do, but pedal wise for like what's coming out. That's, that's something that that'll be popping off, pop, pop, popping off um, <laughs> at, at some point. And then there's uh yeah, look, we, we do this, this other, this other cool thing. We, we worked with, um, this band Super Heaven, that's uh from from over over the bridge by us, um, to make a special, like special uh fuzz pedal with them. Um and we've got some things in the works with a couple other bands right now that we can't we can't announce anything, but the second band that jumped on with this should be announcing theirs in like sometime during September, uh sometime maybe in October. But those are gonna go for pre-sale with With their record, I believe. Um, So, if you want to do your research and try and figure out who it might be, um, it's a band from the Boston area. And they have something coming out in October. So, all you nerds out there can start to get on the web and figure out who it might be.
1: Now, that is a Um, teaser. That is a very big teaser. Can we get a genre? Can we get a genre at least? Um...
0: No pressure it's It's heavy music, but there's melody in it. That's all I can tell you. okay he, heavy not but not as heavy as not doom heavy that, okay. that's all I can tell you. Okay, heavy band, but it's got melody. okay, Boston area record coming out in October, I believe, so we'll see. I will
1: be very interested to see if anybody gets this right. um yeah, that's. That's awesome. If somebody yeah. out there gets this right, um, uh, uh, they can send an email to info at tone com with your guesses. And if any of you get this right, I don't know who it is either. So I'll have to, I'll have to just ask Ryan. I will send you a little something, something. So everybody you investigate, see what you come up with.
0: Yep. We'll send a little something too. So yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll find out who it is. And then, uh, We'll coordinate your address and we'll send something weird to your house. Exactly. Yeah, you might not
1: even want it, what I'm going to send, but I'll send you something. I don't
0: know. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a bunch of – we're just going to rip pubes out and uh, <laughs> tape, them, tape them to a piece of paper that says, like, you did it. Congratulations. Enjoy. I'll send you my vas deferens in, in, uh, <laughs> oh, in November. Geez. I should ask my doctor if, if, <laughs> when, when they snip it if he can actually just snip a little piece of it. And I can make, like, a necklace or a ring out of it and give it to my daughter. Oh, or,
1: I'm sure that's... Or give
0: it, give, it, give it to my son and he can wear it, like, in, like, a special, like, ring and he will believe it has, like, some type of power, like, fertility power. Well, it
1: does, clearly. I mean, brought him here. Yeah.
0: It's obviously yeah. got power. Yeah. Raw power. <laughs> Raw power. power.
1: Speaking of your son, the, uh, um, anybody who follows you on Instagram, uh, I love his participation in the uh, Pythons 2015. That was quite amazing uh, that A- Andy is uh, doing. That was, that, that's one of my favorite bands, so that's how I, I was totally following what was
0: going on there. That was great. That's good. Yeah, we, we, um, we got hooked up with them. My buddy, my buddy Josh Newton was playing, playing bass with them. Um, Whoa, I should tell everyone, through... we're talking about Every Time I Die is who we're talking about right now. So. guys we're talking about every time i die yes seminal buffalo hardcore band so good um one of the longest running bands at this point in the hardcore scene um yeah those do those just work pretty pretty fucking hard they uh wait was i was i supposed to keep the fucks out fuck um we were supposed to but the that you
1: already had other stuff in there it's too late at this point it's it's getting it's bleep, getting bleep, bleep 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 it's getting the e this one's getting the e Oh, great. I did it. Hey, uh, we'll you're are let, not the first you're not
0: the first for that. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. They um yeah, uh Andy Andy's a good dude. Had a good had, we, we had a good chat the other night when he was in Philly um about some some ideas, but uh yeah, yeah, the kids the kids like taking off their shirts and like picking up stuff and throwing it in a river or like throwing it somewhere. So, you know, whatever whatever gets your muscles uh working and keeps you fit and active. I think it's a uh, it's all part of part of the pythons 2015 uh extravaganza right getting it's, your bod right as he says yeah mm-hmm. yeah you got, you got you got to work hard for it you got to want it you do you do
1: i seen i seen that that post and then i went and kind of dug through some of the back stuff uh in that and i was just loving it and then i was like well i guess it's deadlifts tonight i guess that's what i have to do to you know i, I got to get my
0: bod right so that's what i'll do want you remember like back in <laughs> back in the, in the the either it was the late 1900s or the early 2000s, there was something on MTV where they, they went, they were doing like backyard backyard, uh, like gyms. And it was just like dudes. Like what I remember was, it was a a lot of, a lot of big, uh, there was many urban urban area stuff where it was like, just dudes with like cinder blocks in the backyard, like doing like workouts. So this is all before CrossFit and everything else. Um, I don't think those guys saw a penny from, from CrossFit oh. for, for backyard workout, like, you know, like grab a brick and do this stuff. So I don't know. Hopefully they don't, they don't come after, uh, after Andy or Violent Gentleman for, for Pythons. So. <laughs> uh,
1: I, I don't, I don't think that'll happen. I think he's, no, I think, no, I think he'll be, I think he'll be okay. I think he'll be fine. Yeah. If, if they do, I think he'll just throw him in the river anyway. So it's fine. Yep. Yeah and um if you, and since um some of you out there may not know what we're talking about just all my, all my followers on it are on instagram so python's 2015 google the hashtag you'll see it or search the hashtag you can't google in instagram but you know what i mean so
0: wow we have went all over Being the there. place yeah this is so, great um, oh yeah yeah let's well, that's that's fine. All right, so let's get the, let's get the train back on track. What, okay, we're... what else you want to know?
1: man? Oh, I want to know it all. I want to know it all. Okay, another classic question that I've been throwing out there. Dream guitar rig, what is it?
0: I love the Ampeg VT22. I currently have here an acoustic 135 solid state guitar amp. It's got two rad uh, two rad 12s in there. The thing is loud as hell super dupe like so much volume on it it's just unnecessary it's got two inputs reverb tank and all that stuff the thing is awesome um i don't care what anyone says about solid state amps or whatever you can go back and listen to, to the to a couple of the queens records and they use solid state amps on there and they sound to it doesn't matter it's just about being loud um i love this thing but if i could get if i can get an amp if i had if i had like an extra 900 sitting around I'd grab a VT22 for sure and be really really happy with that thing. Um guitar-wise, I'm not actually a guitar player. They're just they're too small for me. So I'll have to go if I was going to buy one, I really I really like Telecasters. Um Nash makes some really nice Telecasters. Yes, they um, do. Fender Fender sent me out a uh one of the the baritone telecasters. And I think that's a really perfect fit for me. Um, just cause it's that in between the bass six and bass to a regular telecaster. Um, I just feel like I'm like strangling it and my, I don't know, my fingers just don't work like that for a little guitar. Um, but if I was going to pick a guitar, um, since I'm going to go with a telecaster, I really, I really do like, uh, Joe Troman's signature, um, Fender telecaster. I think they did it right. I like the pickup selection in it. Um, I love, you know, like the tobacco burst um, on there. So, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna keep it really simple. And and then if I mean if I'm buying it too, then my friend will see a couple bucks too. So that that helps. Well, yes. So well, you forgot an important part
1: of that puzzle there. Beans is you're a pedal manufacturer. Oh, dude, if you're a
0: guitar player, you don't need pedals. You just plug right into the amp. Oh. That was the worst thing <laughs> I've ever heard anyone say no. who made pedals. That's <laughs> No. Um you 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 have Come to on, have man. a delay. If if you're playing guitar, I I think guitar and and delay are synonymous even if you're going to use it in a, in a really light fashion. Um the longest delay pedal that I've owned is the the TC Electronics Flashback, just the the little guy. Right. I think it's 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 a really smart design that, you know, it's it's got that clickless, almost clickless clicking. Um, you can loop on it if you really need to. Um, you can you can get your if you hold down that foot switch, you can strum and it'll it'll pick up your your um your time from that. If you really have to go like that, um, I, I just I just think it's a really smart pedal. That all the settings on it sound really nice, and you can run it in stereo too. Small footprint, so I I think that's a great place to start. A tuner, obviously. I cannot tune by ear. Um, I can't. I can't pick out an A from a from a Q. I don't know. Especially um, not live. I mean, well, that's a... Uh There's dudes who can do that. I don't know. I don't. I don't know how. I, I, do know it, how, but... I forget that. That's beyond me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, and then I guess I would say just a, a a simple drive. Um, if I'm gonna go with something that we make, um, I would put probably a ram the man parts just because it's just going to give it that boosty boosty nasty volume to it um or maybe since it's already a, a, a snarly you know vt22s are pretty snarly and and twangy and nasty i would probably go for our demon and i would put the gate boost on it just so it gets that mm-hmm. sound on the end of those those crunches um yeah i think that i, I would keep my guitar very very simple. Nice. So me, me maybe two delays. I don't. I don't know. Two. Yeah. Two delays. Ooh. Maybe two. Well, because you, you gotta have different times. And I, I'm not. I'm not big on like, big digital preset. You know, all that stuff. I, I I'd keep it simple. Now we have one break, so I can just run. You know, if I was on tour, I would tour. <laughs> if I could just you know run to Guitar Center or something and just grab you know another TC right uh, flashback, that would be perfect. Gotcha. Yeah. What but... about what about you?
1: Does anyone ever ask you?
0: Um, What's your dream rig?
1: We have talked about um, – no, I haven't been asked about my dream rig, and that's a... – Oh, you're important too. Well, <laughs> People care about you. <laughs> turn turn the interview on the interviewer. That's happened a little bit at times. I have a few things right now that I really, really like. Um. – it all depends on what I'm doing. That's my problem. I'm, I'm all over the place genre-wise when I jam with guys. All right, so let, so here, if, if you're jamming in your ska band. Oh, what, what, what's your dream rig? <laughs> uh, okay, well, that one would be super simple. Um, let's see. I'd probably go with, actually, my Telecaster that I have, which I've talked about before. It's a 74 Telecustom.
0: Good. Uh, All right, so it's going to be twangy. So that's good. Yeah. So you got that. Got your twangy tone. I'd probably
1: rock that into a pretty low game drive. Um, if we're since we're talking ska, pretty low game drive. Something along the lines of. Hmm. I really like. I mean, I have a lot of the stuff that I really, really like. But um, yeah, even even if money wasn't. An option i just there's some, i have things i fell in love with so i'd probably run it into like uh either my mad professor sweet honey or my spaceman Affilian overdrive
0: Ooh. probably the aphilian right now is what i'm really digging on so they make some really fancy effects man that that's that's some some top-notch Stuff in a small footprint. Them chase bliss, like oh man, those those guys are doing. And, and when you're talking to just just talking about the small footprint uh, situation, those guys are pulling some crazy shit out right now, and it's really neat. It is. It's super impressive. And yeah,
1: and you see the gut shots on well, both of those companies. Spacemans okay. is like a little more like artistic in, in in the layout, the way the layout looks and stuff to me. But the way that. Chase Bliss has got everything stuck in there, so nice and neat, and so much stuff in such a small pedal. I it kind of blows my mind. I'm very impressed. Yeah,
0: so I'm looking forward. I, I'm 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 hoping he'll be at Nam. I I I'd love to just shake that dude's hand. That dude's putting in his due diligence with between ZVEX and then what he's doing now. And like I love that he's got his his mom and dad working, you know, just doing some stuff here and there. It's yeah, it's just cool. I like that family vibe thing. Like, it's it's really cool. It is. It's really it's awesome. I'm I'm glad to
1: see that uh, things are going seem to be going pretty good for him because that the 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 pedals are are nuts. So I'm glad that people are recognizing that and and snatching it up. It's killer.
0: Yeah, people people that, that can that can afford it, they don't care that the price. Like you're you're getting what you pay for. Yes,
1: exactly. It's yeah. Oh man. I don't even know what else right, to say so, about right, it. So, I don't even on, know what else. So, to
0: say. On, so on your, on your, oh, sorry. So oh. so you've you done your ska rigs. So oh, what sorry. About, like your voodoo. Glo- what about your voodoo glow skulls ska rigs? So you can go a little bit more, more high. No, I'm, I'm kidding. We don't have to. <laughs> I don't. No, I so, actually play that but, much ska. So this is interesting. Um, um. No, I'm just. I don't know why I'm talking so much. I was talking about ska so much at band practice yesterday. I don't. I don't know why. I um, haven't played ska um, in now, so, years. Like, what, like, but anyway, let's. Do you play like what? What other stuff do you play? Are you playing like? punk or are you playing hardcore or are you playing just rock like what do you what are you generally doing right now so my my
1: band's uh latest album it we're waiting to get it back right now it was a very like 90s all like alternative type of okay. thing and um that's not really like my main bag of tricks um but at the same time it sounds pretty good and uh i'm i'm, I'm pretty happy with the album but
0: uh dream rig that yeah dream rig that
1: um well i'm gonna dream rig i'm gonna dream rig my next project and i'm kind of working on it right now i just don't have an amp situation that i i don't know it's it's very it's very rough okay right now i'm i i'm playing a rickenbacker 360 Mm. into uh generally it's going into a um a black box the transition era Russian muff where they were kind of they were cool. still a big box, but they were going to the yeah. black stuff, and then um, into a fuzz war, Death by Audio fuzz cool. war, and uh, the guitars I'm usually tuned down to drop drop D or drop C, and um, right now it's going into a uh, wicked fifteen watt. I had this exact same discussion on the last episode. Now that I'm thinking about it, but <laughs> by uh, Benson amps. Um, the Monarch. It's a 15 watt, uh, uh, head and cab one by 12. And that's been kind of what I've been rocking for this kind of nerd stoner metal project thing that I'm working on. So cool. It's, it's kind of weird. Um, but yeah, I don't know. My Les Paul Jr. has got to go in there somewhere. I don't know. My dream rig changes with the wind. (laughs) I'm I'm the worst. (laughs) I can't, I can't be interviewed apparently because I just jump all over the place
0: that's uh no but that's good that makes every interview fresh do you want to know do you want to know what my what my dream bass rig is yes uh meat smoke. and i had to man. say
1: that with a really high-pitched voice for some reason yes yes, yes. For, we're talking about bass yeah we're talking
0: yes <laughs> i'm the bass i'm the bass player i, I play all the lowest stuff <laughs> um uh yeah dude The Varela meat smoke yes I, i've since since he since he put those out a couple of years ago it's still on my like ooh and ah list um yeah and like just ugh, everything about them was just done right and then um i'm not i'm not crazy particular with um with like the you know the cabs and everything i'm really happy with with my at this point with my my emperor 212 115 um but if I mean if if we're talking that money's not an issue and I wanted like, you know, Andrew Archie's rig from like Godmaker, which is like thirty thousand speakers, like he's trying to be uh oh, it's killing me. what's what's that there's there's that the duo, the the husband and wife duo who do like the wall of amps on the wall, they travel around the R V. Um Oh boy. Um Jucifer. Uh, um. Yeah, I think I think he's just trying to be like a Juicifer by himself. Um, <laughs> okay. if you ever, if you, yeah, check Google, Google Jucifer and amps, and you'll just see like a picture of the two of them like wailing behind like thirty thousand amps and caps. Um, but yeah, I I'd love to have like just like a p like a pa like sub like speaker thing, just so like I wouldn't feel so bad about like running like. Disgusting octave down, you know, (laughs) on like you know separately out from like my other speakers. That is not something to feel bad about, Ryan. I'm telling you, (laughs) that you should only feel good about that. Yeah, like you know, like when like like Juan Alderetti or like dudes who are are playing like you know big venues and and they're able to access like front of house kind of stuff more than like you know like little clubs that will play. To be able to like have a place that has like crazy subs and be like. I'll just send this octave down thing or two octave down thing, like out to front of the house and let them deal with it. Like <laughs> that's gotta be fun. Just, and just shake a whole room.
1: That's so good. Oh man. I can't imagine that kind of power. That would be so fun. <clears throat> it's raw power, it's raw, raw power. power. Okay. Yeah. The meat smoke looks crazy. Um, I, that's on a bucket list item for me to, to plug into. It's just, that would just be nuts. As a guitar, as a guitar amp, I want to plug into it as a guitar amp because I'm a masochist. I guess I don't know why,
0: but I do. Ah, uh, but see, but but then, um, Mike from from Russian Circles plugs into a Meat Smoke. You can still get that. I mean, that's the, you're talking. You're talking 300 watts of headroom though. So that's, you know, you can do the the world is your oyster at that point. That's um, true. Oh, oh, and my bass. Yes, it would be an EGC, an EGC bass for sure. Um, I'd love to have an all-aluminum guitar. Wouldn't wouldn't like holding it, but um, you know, because I'm getting old and my back hurts. But um, wow. Um, but yeah, that's it. That that's it for me for bass. Okay. Go. With with
1: the, with the aluminum, I'd almost think that would be super light.
0: No, they're really fucking heavy. They're uh, sorry, I just I effed again. Um, it's all right. Yeah, I want to say they're like for some of them around like thirteen pounds. Oh, whoa. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, because only yeah, aluminum um,
1: guitar I played was a Normandy, and that is a the one that well, they have a Telecaster too. But oh, well, now I'm thinking about it. anyway. Their main bag is a is a hollow body, and so it was su- it was super light, and I was like, this thing's cool. Like I like this a lot. And yeah, uh, yeah. So yeah, it's interesting. I guess I should have realized the EGC stuff would eat, yeah, Electrical Guitar Company. um... That would be a little bit heavier if it's solid. That would be that would be gnarly. Yeah.
0: But who cares about how heavy it is? It's about how it looks. Well yeah. Oh yeah, and how it sounds. Yeah. Oh
1: <laughs> <laughs> You gotta get it polished up nice and shiny and you know, just just go. That would be awesome. Yeah. Good times. Let me see. So we've talked Dream and then the other thing i shift into is i actually usually do this the other way around but i didn't this time so we're going to roll with it what's the current rig look like like say for this uh whatever your next project is going to be i'm not sure um
0: so technically technically i, I still have plutonian which is it was a, a duo with me and a and a drummer um but that fizzled last summer um and I wrote some stuff by myself. Um, for that, I had I was basically for the for the quote unquote guitar stuff. I was splitting out like doing a biamp thing, so running a guitar rig and a bass rig. Um, I had a Schecter Hellcat uh, bass six, super duper gnarly. Um, so I would use that on some of the the songs I wanted to have like a, a twangier, lighter sound. And then I would play. Um, I have a, f- a really super duper beat up like Fender P bass. Um, a Mexico one I got for like 115 bucks, I would use that, um, for some of like the more shady shows we were going to, mm-hmm. um, that, that was down in drop C sharp, just so I could do like the whole failure kind of sound. And, um, and then I also have a Sandberg, uh, a Sandberg custom base that I had made a couple years ago with, uh. With uh, with P uh, model P and model J pickups that are in there, so that that's my main baby, and that's what I've been using for Plutonian. Um, I'm sorry for for Caval, which I'm back into doing now. So for Caval, which I'm just playing bass in solely, maybe maybe we'll do some basics in there, but um, yeah, I'm using the Sandberg, and uh, we do D sharp standard, um, or E flat standard, whatever you want to call it. And I've got a Mesa Big Block 750, which is a hybrid solid state and tube. So the preamp is tube. Um, I don't use the distortion setting on that at all. Sounds really cool, like when you're alone, but in a band setting, it just drops you right out. Is it just too scooped or something? Yeah, it's you know, and like, and that's the thing. Like, a lot of dudes are are, they 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 dig that scooped sound, and like, yeah, if you're in the studio, like, you can cue everyone around, but like, when it comes to like people just playing, like, in your band or whatever everyone's typically not EQing, and then like oh, oh well, we'll switch distortion on for a scoop sound then you guys need to all switch to a setting where you know your mids are out too or something like it's that's it's too much work so that's what i just use my pedals for um so it, it's and it sounds great it sounds great clean and it sounds great driven um and then i've got my my emperor 212 115 it's it's a backbreaker for sure i was gonna I say like how heavy that amp is or that the cab is but Um, but it's what you got to deal with. Like I can't, I can't have a smaller rig and, and try and compete with loud guitars. So, right. What's that? What speaker are you using for the 15 inch in that thing? Well, here's the thing. I got it used. Um, I, I got it used from, um, there's like a total, like total boner moment. The one of the, the second bass player for ink and dagger, which is a, they were like a vampire punk hardcore ish band, uh, from here back in the, in the nineties. Um, Got it from, I found it on Craigslist, went up to pick it up, and lo and behold, it was the, that dude. Um, grabbed it from him. I want to say they're Celestians. They're, I think they only do Celestians or Eminence in theirs, so it's a 50-50 shot. I'm not I'm not a big uh, speaker snob. I don't even know what speakers are in this this acoustic 135. I just know that they're loud. So, <laughs> I, as, as long as it handles the bass, they're set up for the right homage, uh, I'm, I'm cool with it. Like, um, the, the I did own Harkey, not not to like total like crap on Harkey stuff. When I first started playing bass, I just went and got you know bare bones Harkey stuff, and it while they were really light and easy to carry, I think the speakers were also really light. Um, and it there was just they just they just lacked a little, a little you know graininess and like gnarliness to them. I th- they were think they were a little more trying to maybe sound more hi-fi. So that's not my thing. Yeah. A little more, a little more just kind of a clear type of tone to him. Not a lot of character going on with yeah, those. And, and that's probably, that's probably what most, you know, most bass players or most guys that walk into a guitar center are going to want. So, or Sam Asher, whoever is, you know, wherever they're buying from. Right. Yeah, I'm. I'm not too picky. I'll I'll play out of like an Ampeg fridge. I, I'll pay, I'll play out of that if if we're sharing gear for a night and stuff. And it's nice to it's nice to play out of something different every once in a while and be like, oh, cool. Like I can I can sound good through a six ten or an eight ten. Oh, I can sound good through 15s. Like it's you know, it's variety's fun. But if I'm if I've got my choice, I'll just stick with what I got. Right, right. Of course. What pedals are you using for for the Kaval stuff? Um, so I, 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 keep it pretty simple. There was a time when I was using like a really big board and I had like a, um, EHX hog on there, which I, you know, I've sold and bought like, I think three times now. Um, I, I used to be real, I used to turn over a lot of gear like that. Um, but, uh, yeah, right now I'm like looking at what I'm using. Um, I've been using the rat tail is my, which we just recently changed to the cat tail for a trademark infringement uh avoidment um company was super super duper nice with us um everything's cool everything's aesthetic. um but uh we I, I use i use my rat tail um just a regular version no mods on it um i run it with like a no diode setting so it sounds big and open um the 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 most fun thing I have on there is a mograffoger uh freak box mm-hmm. um i don't know what the one 10- o I don't know. It's like a one Oh seven or whatever the thing is, but that thing is just awesome. Especially when you hook up an expression pedal to, to one of the outputs, like the frequency output or the envelope output, it's just a nasty noise maker. And you can do some really cool frequency and filter sweeps with it. Um, without sounding like a low pass filter, like super like funky, like, yeah, I I would say it's, it's like a filter that for guys who don't like funk, if you just want to be nasty. Gotcha. Um, the, and the, uh, and i would say that the utility thing that i have besides the tuner on here is an sfx uh micro thumpinator and what that does is it's a it's a high performance bandwidth optimizer which kills everything under 50 hertz so oh. basically everything that you know it, we, this is this it's debatable a lot of stuff but the the human ear really can't discern in a mix like things below 50 hertz then you're getting in like into like the sub territory and things, and also like your your amp, your amp wants to perform at the highest performance. So when you're sending, this is from what I understand. So again, this is don't totally everything I'm saying is not like God's word here, but like, um, is there a God? <laughs> um, um, everything that everything that goes to your amp from from your base. You know, it's trying to replicate everything in there, and then like if it's and then it tries to send that to the speakers, and the speakers can only handle but so much. So it basically protects. It's helping helping protect your 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 speakers and give your amp what it really needs to reproduce. So it's just it's just spending its power producing that. So you're getting more out of your amp and not hurting your speakers as much. It's supposed to take away like that thump, like after you kind of like hit your note and you get that. It it there there's like video comparisons that people have done in it. I swear by it. It, it I think it's like more of a uh, it's more of like just a, a thing to keep my brain of like okay you're like you're protecting your amp. You're not going to be blowing your speakers like unless you turn your volume up. Like and I don't I don't play with like super low bass, so yeah. Just I used to use a a demeter compulator to also kind of like tame how hard I was hitting and everything and just trying to even things out, especially with tapping. Um, but I, I've taken that off. Um. I've grown out of that. So yeah, like it's so a very super simple. And then like for the fuzz stuff, I've been using my, my old, uh, my old gray stash. And I just recently, I uh, practiced the other day. I put a heliotropic on cause I just wanted more, more low oomph and growl out of it. And uh, I think it worked pretty well. So yeah, one fuzz, one, dis- one distortion that I use as an overdrive and frequency. And that's it, man. Like that's that's really that's the core of what we're doing. Real, really, really raw, really simple. Nice. You can get a lot of mileage out of something like that, though, especially with the the freak box on there. You can cover a lot of ground that way. Yeah, I'm still lusting after the the um the EHX um base micro synth, which again I've bought I think two or three times now. Um, just because you can do some really really neat disgusting you know, uh, like auto, like almost like auto wah ish, uh, frequency sweeps on it and stuff Mm -hmm. with octaves and whatever. But I, I keep telling myself it's not, I don't need, I don't need that. That's not a necessity. So yeah.
1: Oh yeah. Oh, I, I, you know what? I just told myself for the last couple months that I didn't need, um, the, uh, Mr. Black, uh, distortion, um, the limited black limited uh, distortion. I, I got. Yeah. I got plenty of dirt. I don't need it. I don't need it. I don't need it. And then I see uh, in his email the other day, he's like, "Ah, we're gonna put it up for ninety nine bucks." I'm like, "I need it. I need it. it. I need it now. Give it to me." <laughs> now I'm so excited to get get that thing in my hands. I'm like, "Oh, why did I
0: wait so long?" But it's a good thing I did. Um, yeah, he's making some some really nice stuff. Oh, and it's not and it's not gonna stop. No, he's. He's he's at he's at the head of his game right now and, and I respect that too. He he works with a really small crew too. Yes, he does. So yes. Yeah, so I th- I find that really um really inspiring and really uh really admirable to, to just continue to keep things really small but still have a really good output and great reputation.
1: Yeah, his, his you know, not just and not just the stuff that he's doing under his own. Yeah, stuff uh, he's
0: helping he's helping with other people oh, too. Oh yeah. man,
1: he's killing it. It's it's ridiculous it's it yeah. it really is and i have a bunch of his stuff my friends have a bunch of his stuff um even, actually one of the coolest overdrives i've played is my buddy's Duke, deuce coop his when back when he was yeah. just doing the jack DeVille stuff the yep. the deuce coop is really cool it's just a man i like that thing a lot <clears throat> but uh anyway yeah what oh yeah it, it's happened again you know what it's happened again yet again Whoa. What do we do? We didn't do anything. Well, we did. We just did what happens on every episode <laughs> where, where I, I go over the hour mark and I, and I tell the guests the same thing. Um, we could go all night, but everyone's already at work and they turned this off about 10 minutes ago. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um, man, that was a
0: very, very good chat. I very much enjoyed that. Uh, me too, man. This is perfect time. The kids are starting to cry upstairs, so it's it's that time. All right. Well, um, as always, uh, th- thanks for
1: thank you very much for coming on, and uh, we'll have to we'll have to do it again. All my all my endings sound exactly the same because this is how I close every episode. So I'm just gonna keep
0: it rolling. Uh- <laughs> you should you, not not that I can think. You should start singing a song. Sing a different song with everyone. You could be like the Wayne Brady of like. Oh, I saw Wayne Brady. That's weird. <laughs> um, yeah, no, um, no, dude. Yeah, I'm super duper happy to to do this. Um, would would love to come back on again and uh, do some updates and you know get you try and see how far I can get you off track again. Oh, that's fine. I love it. I
1: absolutely love it. Good times. Thank you. Yep. All right, everybody. Well, for Ryan, I'm Blake Wyland, and everyone, good luck and good tones.